Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Fakes the handoff to Singletary. Allen looking to run, now going to fire to Knox. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Somebody get the fire extinguisher. Dawson Knox is as hot as a firecracker. Hey, the sun's out. Holy cow. Looked out the window, and it's bright. There's a shadow yeah, that you can see. That, that's that's the key. Like I, it looked brighter than cloudy, and I thought, I don't know if it's direct sunlight mm-hmm. or if it's just thinner cloud cover. But then I saw a person walking, and they there was a shadow being cast. Jeremy White. So first time in two weeks that the sun's time, made any appearance. First time since December 29th the sun has appeared. Wow. Sneaky Joe DiBiase. My immediate thought is, can I golf? Just seeing the sun out. On WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, good morning. Happy Monday. Had a little uh, golf simulator action this weekend. All right, good. Did you wear joggers? Uh, no, not to the simulator. Hmm. What simulator? More uh, you don't you don't dress like you're going to the course. Not totally. I had regular like off course golf shoes, not spikes. Feels like if you wear spikes to the simulator, that's questionable. That's probably a little too far. Don't need that. Yeah, yeah. You're not put on sunscreen. At the simulator, you know, <laughs> there you could, some... you could though. Just you could the, just uh, the smell of the sunscreen well, might just make you happy. You know, practice how you play. That's what they say, right? Practice how you play. So yeah, did that a little bit this weekend. Got some golf hacks in, and you know, it's rough this time of year. Watched a little bit of that pro am. Watched All Star Weekend festivities. Did they not show a lot of the celebrities? I heard some complaints of that that they were showing like. Harry Higgs more than they were showing Josh Allen and Aaron yeah. Rodgers and all the the slubs. Well, that might be because those guys didn't have that many good shots, right? Aren't they? Are they only going to show the good it, shots? It, it is a PGA event. Yeah, you know, right? It, like FedEx points, right? Yeah, it's FedEx a Cup points. It's a real golf event that just has you know an added little thing to it. So that might be a part of it. That um, what's, yeah, it, but what's the draw? The draw. The draw of a of a regular sports fan on this weekend, where there's like nothing else happening other than all star games, is what you want to see Josh Allen golf, right? I think we want to see Josh Allen golf. I think if you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you watch the Pro Bowl. No, aren't you watching Trevor Lawrence throw flag football rather than Josh Allen hit golf balls? Unless you're just a golf fan. All right, what if you're uh, well, no Packer fan doesn't work. What if you're a Bears fan? You're a Bears fan, but you love golf. Are you watching the Pro Bowl games yesterday, or you'd want to say, hey, maybe I want to see what's Alfonso Ribeiro doing out on the golf course these days? Well, if you love golf, then maybe you just watch golf. I mean, you've got Justin Rose, you know, guys that are... You're saying you're already watching it. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying if if Josh Allen's out there every once in a while, I'm seeing some coverage of it, then that's good. You're probably right, though. I mean, it is sold as a pro-am, and... You probably didn't get as much of Allen as you want, or as much of Aaron Rodgers as you want. They finished four strokes back. They finished in second place. The real there's already a controversy. We're actually going to talk about this with Brian Cozill coming up bottom of the hour. Just a quick uh-huh. recap of the event and how Josh played, and you know whatever. We're getting golf seasons. I promise it's on the way. It is February sixth, but hey, golf season's coming. So Brian's going to do a little bit of a season preview, wrap up the uh, the pro am. Rodgers playing on a ten handicap. He wins the tournament with his playing partner. When they played in the match, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, and Rodgers, he played as a five handicap. So one and year he later, a ten in this. he's a ten. Playing in a tournament as a ten. How does it, I mean, is he just, 
Are they not fact-checking him? Is he outright lying about this? I mean, that number is five, and he won by four. I'm, I might want to call that into question. Someone <laughs> might want to launch uh, a, a claim against Aaron Rodgers for winning this. Right. Now, that doesn't you know always translate directly to f- five strokes, but hey, Allen, Josh Allen, was playing as a nine handicap, mm-hmm. and by comparison, at the match, he played as an eight. So one stroke difference for Josh Allen. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, or one number difference. Anyway, controversy, schmontroversy. It is, it is what it is. I would not put it pet. If you told me there was a quarterback in the NFL that would lie about his handicap Brady's for the, the bonus. Brady's the first answer. Brady. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is he still in the NFL, though? Uh, no, that's a We good have point. not paid our Brady bets out yet. So until that happens, I might want to count that he is. That's right. So Brady and Rodgers are the two. Yeah, that might be right. Who else do I have to put there? Nobody. No, they're that's, they're the two. That, that might be it. We're gonna lose something when those guys retire. Mischievous, egotistical, <laughs> uh, you know, walking the line of cheating quarterbacks. Yeah. Although Rodgers, I guess, has never actually cheated. He's just kind of got the big ego. Yeah, and he might be on the move this year to. Where's the? I saw another rumor uh, that he would prefer the Raiders over the Jets. Yes. Yeah, I'll find someone. Someone reported that this weekend. And Devontae Adams says it would be a dream come true, basically dream scenario for Rodgers to go to Vegas. I'll take that. I mean, Rodgers going to Vegas, all of a sudden, well, I don't it's know how much. better than him going to the Jets, right? It probably is. The Raiders already have a really good offense, and their defense is terrible. So, you know, he can jump in and play with Devontae Adams again, and we'll see what they do with their other weapons like Renfro and Waller. But And Josh Jacobs. I mean, I guess it's an offense in Vegas that's got a lot to figure out. But I like the idea of Vegas being – I like Brady going there. That was the only place – where I was ready to see him play and not be really mad about it. The Raiders. For some reason. I don't know if it's the you know the jersey, even though they're not exactly historical to Vegas because they just moved there. But, yeah, I was kind of into that idea. So if Rodgers goes there, toss on a number 12 Vegas jersey. Is that retired for Ken Stabler? Is he going to ask permission? That was the story for Brady, too, right? Right. That they've got to figure things. Maybe that's not would even he, an would issue. Would he not play there without getting the number 12? You might get permission. Um... But I would rather have him go there, right, just because Mahomes is in the AFC West and the Bills wouldn't have to deal with him? Or should I not think that way because the Jets are going to end up with a quarterback that's good enough anyway? Yeah, they'll like, probably... Would I, would I rather have the Jets land on Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he did not look good last year, and he is 39. Or would I rather have them land on Derek Carr, who could be their quarterback for five years? There's a stat on that. So you think Rodgers did not look good last year. And I'm not saying you're wrong. At least at least in comparison to the, the two MVP seasons. Yep. In Aaron Rodgers' entire, I have this tweet saved somewhere. I got to be better about like where I found it. Use the bookmark tool. I know. I just, I, I literally just started using that I, in the last I, week. I just saw it too. Yeah. So Rodgers, in his entire career, I think has been outside of the top fourteen for quarterbacks in maybe it's EPA, whatever, or quarterback rating. It's not really that important. The point is going to be the same. He's only finished outside the top fourteen in quarterbacking one time in his career. Mm-hmm. Over that entire stretch, the Jets have never had a quarterback and that's in, <laughs> in the top 14. So every <laughs> single year of his career, he has been better than what the Jets have had to offer, which I guess yeah. is not that shocking, but the Jets have never even had an average quarterback. Maybe Fitz in that, say Fitz had 30, Fitz in, that, didn't he? in that one year, he had 30 touchdowns, but I guess in EPA or whatever it might have been, he was not a top 14 quarterback. Favre, when they started 8-3 and three way back when, like mm-hmm. that would have been Rodgers' first year starting. Still Never now. at any point in the mm-hmm. top 14, and Rodgers has been out of the top 14 one time. So, But you're right. I mean, like the timing on that, we'll see. He's 39. 39. Just throwing it out there. 39. And Is it one year? Is it two? <sighs> I mean, the Jets don't have their long-term answer at franchise quarterback if they do that. Should the Jets be doing what the Eagles have done? Should they just draft a second-round quarterback? Um, shouldn't that be a plan now? You can't. Sh- yeah, I mean, where were the Eagles when they drafted Jalen Hurts? I mean, they won a Super Bowl, so everything you could do anything, right? Yep. A couple, the year or two after the Super Bowl, and it'll it'll look smart. The Jets can they get away with that? I think so. If you if you drafted a guy in the second round, maybe sign a veteran, draft a guy saying, in the second round. Okay, sign a veteran too. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if you think like second round and it's him and Zach Wilson, that's your plan. That might not be great. Maybe you still go for your veteran, but you know, you kinda go for the not quite a model, but the Eagles got Hurts and 
they were criticized greatly by their own fans for wasting a pick on a quarterback, and you yeah. know, a couple of years later, here they are right. with a guy that was a second-round pick. Right. So, so no, I, I don't think it's crazy if they get a veteran because they're, they're ready to win right now, and the coach and GM are probably thinking about job security a little bit too. They haven't won games yet. Even though everyone thinks they're doing a relatively good job, yeah. So no, if they if they if they got Aaron Rodgers, they traded for him and then drafted whoever in the second round. I, I would applaud that as an idea. Yeah, because Rodgers will not play there very long if it's only a year or two or three years, and your second round pick just have something in waiting there. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah Although sometimes you can just forget about that guy. The Buccaneers did this. They drafted Kyle Trask in the second round <laughs> when Brady got there, and now Brady's gone. And back then it might have been, oh, this is the guy that's going to take over after Brady, and now Brady is gone. And does anyone mention Kyle Trask anywhere ever? No. You just forget about him. Yeah, pretty much. I guess, you know, when you're in Brady's orbit, he can overshadow a lot of things. By the way, that is not me to say that I'm worried about the Jets getting Derek Carr because he could play three more years for them than Rodgers does. He's fine, but I'm not. I'm not terrified of the Jets getting Derek Carr. No, I wouldn't be terrified of it. They could. I mean, they could certainly beat the Bills with Derek Carr. If they, if Derek Carr's on the Jets, did they beat him twice this year? They this past season. Did the yeah, Jets they, beat? The, did they the beat, Jets beat the Bills twice? They, they probably beat the Bills twice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it would be surprising to me though if they were to like. Good enough to win the division with him as their quarterback. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of gets me to the thing I did want to bring up today. So, good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe, and it's Super Bowl week. You know, here we are. It's Chiefs and Eagles, and they'll play on Sunday in Super Bowl 57. So, here we go. Either Mahomes adds another one or Hurts gets his first. But, you know, the thing I was thinking about, I was thinking about this yesterday because it's a day without football. I know the Pro Bowl's on, so, you know, we'll mention a few things about that, but you know, there's no real football for the first time in months. Yeah. And I know the Bills were off last week, too, because they had lost. But it's the first time that if you wake up on a Sunday or Saturday, whatever day of the week, and you're thinking about this game and what it means to the Bills, you didn't have that yesterday. And I had a minute to kind of think about that and think, you know, Joe, for about a, almost a full calendar year, we thought the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl or at least – the conversation was about the whole year being here this week, getting ready for this game, that the Bills were going to make the Super Bowl. Yep. And a lot of that's probably on the strength of last year's postseason, where they looked unstoppable and ultimately a self-inflicted wound kicks them out of the playoffs. Yep. So when do you think the next time we will feel, you will feel, the fans, that if you want to say like 51% of the fans, however you want to say it, when's the next time we're going to feel like this team is going to the Super Bowl. And I don't say that as if, like, it's going to be years. I'm, I mean, asking honestly, do you think by opening day, by draft night, by the start of training camp, that this train is kind of back on the tracks? I'm going to guess by, by the beginning of the season even, I'm going to guess no. I mean, what what could they do on draft night that would have people thinking? Because right now... It is still a little doom and gloom. You're behind the Chiefs. You're behind the Bengals. Screw what the odds tell you. Because the odds tell you you're above the Bengals still. But nobody feels that way right now. I I think they might not. Fans might not feel that way collectively until they clinch a one seed. Hmm. Like playoffs next year. Seriously. like it, it would to me either be either they get the one seed or is it. Not until they actually beat the Bengals or the Chiefs in the playoffs? Well, they'll play both those teams in the regular season. But even so, that, like but, they, they've beaten the Chiefs back-to-back years in the, in the regular right. season. So it might just be they beat, they beat them a third year in a row in the regular season. Isn't the reaction going to be, yeah, I'll do it in the playoffs? Maybe. If they, if they next year the Bills were to open the season with a win in Philadelphia, it'd be a lot like this past year winning in L.A., right? Uh-huh. If, they, if they win in Philly and in Cincinnati and in Kansas City, I mean – I think at that point it'll be it'll be yeah. tough to deny, to deny it. I think that the they can recapture the magic a little bit once they start playing games. You know, this past off season it was about losing 13 seconds. Everybody felt great, and then they added Von Miller, and the, there was no stopping any of it. Right, like it was going to be full steam ahead. I remember being there for whether it was kids day, the open practice, and the idea of a hype level. If you could, if you had a hype meter, 
The Bills' hype was at 100, and I couldn't have thought of any person alive they could add to the team that yes. could possibly add to the feeling around the team. Right. People were yep. so up on them. Then they go out opening night, and they wax the Rams. They come home, they open on Monday Night Football, or Thursday Night First, and then Monday Night Football, and they destroy the Titans, and it is a parade, right? Like, here we go. This is a team that's going to go all the way. And, of course, that didn't happen. This year it'll be different. I mean, Vaughn will be on the team. We know that. Yep. This year it'll be about restructuring and plugging holes. And if you if you listen to a conversation about the Bills, you know, last draft it was, well, hey, it's tough to fill these holes. There aren't that many holes. Mm-hmm. Right. What are they going to do? What, what do, what do they mean, need? Take your corner two and then, I mean, hey. Do whatever it, you want. Exactly. Yeah. And it is not that. That is not the case this time around. No, which is why I'm almost like thinking about like what's training camp going to feel like. Like when we were at St. John Fisher, last year was a party, right? Like you compared it to seeing your favorite band play. Yeah. And like this, I feel like we're headed for a training camp, given they're unlikely to do anything on a Von Miller scale this offseason. That training camp will arrive and it'll be, like last year Isaiah McKenzie had a great training camp. (laughs) And if we start hearing, oh, Khalil Shakir having a great training camp, it's going to be, all right, let's see it. Like there's going to be more skepticism around everything they do. Because they didn't get the results, and because they got beat by the Bengals and on home field, I feel like that's going to have a trickle down effect for everything. That whether it's off season moves that don't rate that highly, if they're like you know these Jameson Crowder type moves, one year plug and play type guys, or we're reading about someone having a great training camp, I feel like all of that will get met with more skepticism than last year. Because again, last year it felt like they could do no wrong, and that they, they just they screwed up, and they should have won the Super Bowl. It felt like last year they should have won the Super Bowl, and now I think there's just more anger and frustration because of the way last season ended, and the fact that it's another season that ended. Eight oh three oh five fifty. It's a bit of a breaking news story that's happening right now. That was an earthquake we just felt. Okay. Was it really? Yeah. Did you see my reaction? I saw your reaction. Okay, so I this is what just happened here. I thought you like hit the table here. No, I have been watching all morning like the breaking news out of Turkey. Turkey had a 7.8 magnitude earthquake like 1700 buildings have have collapsed in Turkey. I felt that shake and I like jumped and then immediately thought after, "Oh, I'm just I'm just, you know, I've just been watching earthquake stuff all morning, so yeah. I just, I just, that's all I was doing in my mind. That was an actual... That was an actual earthquake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, I, basically, <laughs> here's how I know. First off, the people of the news are trying to confirm it was an earthquake, and literally every person I follow on Twitter in the area also felt it. Yeah. So I think that's a good indication that it wasn't you bumping the table. Okay. <laughs> my neighbor texting me, that was an earthquake. Like, yeah. Now, we're not outside. All right, here you go. 803-0550. Time to talk about the earthquake real quick. Yeah, what? <laughs> um, because I, like, within five seconds was like, oh, no, I've just been watching earthquakes well, all morning. We're inside in a studio, yeah. and from the from what I'm reading on Twitter, and those of you out there in the world that can report, like, did you hear it? Yeah, we heard it. I didn't hear it. I only felt it. You you heard a rumble? Well, I heard, okay, maybe I heard, like, the table rattling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that outside, if you're out on the earth, <clears throat> as opposed to in this studio, which is, you know, somewhat soundproof, hey, that that was an earthquake. That was also more than I've ever felt. Like, you've seen, like, sometimes I'll go on, like, Twitter will be like, hey, we just felt some shaking, and, like, I didn't feel anything. And then you'll see, like, the news be like, oh, yeah, it was, like, a one point whatever, and it happened. And I'll be like, oh, cool. Anyone, did you feel it? Did you feel it? That's one where I feel like you could not mistake that. I've never felt one until right now. Yeah, no, like, all, all like those really are, felt yeah, one. Ever, ever, period. Never even, every time there is one, I'm like, I must have missed it. That one I definitely felt. Wow. That one everybody seems to have felt. So, I mean, obviously. I've, I've got friends that live in, like, Rochester that I'm seeing that tweet about that. it, too. I mean, I don't know if it was to the same level, but, yeah, Howard's tweeting about it. Uh, everyone. So everybody's awake. Everybody's awake now. So we just became Earthquake Central 550? I don't know. I mean, what? what <laughs> I don't need to write this as new territory. It is the for kind me. of thing where it's like, <laughs> I mean, how, where was it? How bad was it? It's like a, what is it, a two point five? I mean, I'm sure at some point there'll be some sort of update on that. Yeah, but all right. David writes in via email. 
So tweet us, call us, text us. Sitting in my kitchen, reading the paper online, listening, the whole house shook enough to open drawers and doors and scare the crap out of me. Sean writes in, felt it. Holy smoke, scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I mean, like, my entire feed is people that felt this. And, man, it's... <laughs> I kind of want to, like, go back and experience it again. Like, how how big was the rumble? Could I have been outside? Being outside, I would imagine you felt it more than you would in here. I don't know. Yeah, my phone's blowing up now, too. Like, group chats. Are like, everyone, everyone else feel Everyone that? felt it. Yeah, everyone felt that. Yeah. Okay. It now, was, like, only two for, like... Three four seconds? Yeah, not long. It wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy. That's what, I, and that's why I wonder about people that are outside or maybe in your house. I mean, if your house is an older house as opposed to maybe this, you know, business park we're in, maybe it shakes more and rattles more. Like David, who wrote in about cupboards opening. Yeah, th- that there's no cupboards in here. There's no. We're, we're almost. I feel like we're in a little bit of a diving bell. Felt it, but nothing crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. Our cupboards at home apparently opened. Your cupboards opened. Dog got freaked out by it. Dogs. Yeah, dogs. I'm gonna text my wife and see if the family slept through it or not. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> the amount of reaction I'm seeing via Twitter and just like group chats and whatnot, it feels like everybody got woken up from that. Yeah. That is anybody still sleeping after that? And again, that is so. I mean, man, that is almost spooky. That like. That's literally all I was consuming this morning. And then an hour later, like the first one I've ever felt happens. Yeah. Yeah, and the death toll in Turkey the one in for Turkey, that is just yeah. astronomical. It's like terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's get a call in. Mike's in Orchard Park. <laughs> Mike, did you feel the earthquake? I did not. I'm, I'm driving right now, so okay. I didn't feel anything. All right. I guess that makes sense that you might not as you're moving to begin with. You know, if it's a small enough earthquake. Yeah, maybe maybe I felt it and I thought it was a pothole. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, hey, uh, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, was talking about um, maybe this is what the Buffalo Bills need is a little less of the hype coming into the season. I mean, starting last year, every person on every channel who was affiliated with a sportscaster or was picking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, I mean, the expectation – for the Bills was absolutely off the charts. I mean, I, I got to the point where I was like, I'm sick of everybody telling me the Bills are going to the Super Bowl, right? It's everybody's pick because I know what can happen. It's a long season and things can change. So maybe this is what this team needs is to come in a little bit and, and everybody not picking them to go to the Super Bowls. And they're on a, like a, a prove-it type deal. And, and, and it's a little bit easier for them without all that pressure on them. I mean – Maybe, but the Chiefs are going to be the co-favorites next year. And who were yeah. the fa- who are the favorites with the Bills this year? Was it the Chiefs? The Chiefs. And then the Eagles started what eight zero and immediately became favorites, and they dealt with it. I don't know. I just sometimes I think if you're, you know, trying to avoid, it's impossible, it, it, right? Isn't it impossible? I get what you're saying. Like you don't want to be the favorite. You don't want to have the hype to answer the questions all the time. But isn't it impossible to not be dealing with the pressure of a Super Bowl? on the way to one. No one's ever snuck their way to a Super Bowl. Eventually, you come upon some pretty serious pressure and some pretty big games. Yeah. And in this case, both teams that are there are the one seed. So both these teams would have been all year long gunning for this. There's a there's a quote here from Brett Veach, the GM of the Chiefs from ProFootballTalk.com, that with Patrick Mahomes, we're going after it every year. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow said the Super Bowl window is open as long as I'm the quarterback. Like These are two teams openly talking about it. Not, yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying. I don't want the Bills shrinking away from the expectation because it's too big. If they win two of those three games, is anyone going to be able to deny they have just as great a chance of winning the Super Bowl as they've had? No. Yeah, I think that's right. But if they win one or none of them, then then maybe it'll feel different. Like, those three games, maybe those are the three games to think about for this. I guess if they don't win the division, that's that's you know that could add to that. And Miami's capable of that. The Jets could be. But... Those three games at Eagles, at Bengals, at Chiefs. If they look, if they look great in those three games, we're going to think they're they're up. For everyone's right going to think that they can. They've just as great a chance that yeah. they always had to win it. They won thirteen games this year. We'll see. Thanks, Mike. Uh, four point two. Four point two. Four point two. Wow. Yeah. Earthquakes Canada 
which is um, I can only trust it as a verified source of earthquake it, information. It has a uh, a gray check mark yep. in this new day and age of different uh, check marks on Twitter. And Buffalo, New York region, four point two six fifteen a.m. Four point two. Yeah. Wow. So that's. I mean, like those ones that I had referenced before, were like. You either won't feel it, you will a little, and then you'll like look, run to see like someone else felt it. Those I feel like are always like two and under. Yeah, I'll try to find. Here we go. In uh, nineteen ninety five, mm-hmm. there was a three point in the town of Tonawanda in May of ninety five, a two point three under Lake Erie west of Blaisdell in two thousand seven. So and that's it. That's that's what I've got from yeah. an old article at Channel 4 from March of last year. So 3.0 in 95, 2.3 in 2007, and then today, 4.2. Yeah, I'm looking at just another site about like tracking earthquakes, and they have listed the largest earthquake in Buffalo ever 27 years ago, three, which is 95, 3.0. So then if that's the case, then this looks like the largest earthquake in the history of Buffalo. By a by, by 100 a, times. Yeah. Because every point one is another ten times. Is that right? Yeah, the logarithmic really? scale. Every point one. I think I have that right. Right. If that's correct, so what was last night in Turkey? A seven point eight. Oh yeah, insane. So, so that would be ten. T- yeah, wow. Like the, um, I can't even imagine then what something like that would have felt like. Four point two. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, want to go to Michael in Orchard Park here? Yeah, sure. What's up, Michael? Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? Good. We're all right. Yeah, um, I was. I just wanted to chip in about the earthquake that just happened. I was leaving for work, and um, I thought a huge-ass tree fell on my house. So ran upstairs, make sure the kids were okay. Every, all the kids were fine, and come to realize that it was just a pretty big earthquake that just happened here. Yeah. I look for, thanks, thanks, Mike. I look forward to, I don't know, what, how... how <laughs> This is the thing. For those of you that have lived in earthquake regions, you probably know this stuff. Yeah. When do we find out what kind of earthquake it was? Right? right? Aren't there plates that do this versus the... the yeah, yeah. I, I'm, Tectonic I'm, plates. I'm, I'm going to sound like an idiot right now. What else is new? But, <laughs> oh, well, this was, uh, you know, whatever. There, there are different... I know there are different kinds of earthquakes and where it was from. And I feel like I, I, I growing up, remember that this area could be active and when it comes to plate formation that it could be but it just generally isn't you know it's not like california where you get it all the time yeah there's certain regions of the earth where you get it all the time right on like the because if you look like thinking looking right now the tectonic plate map where usually is like right where it is buffalo or like western new york is like you could not be more central like away from the borders of two tectonic plates where it happens like you couldn't be further away than Mm. where you get the worst earthquakes right which is why like yeah that's I don't even know how I would describe or like wonder like how an earthquake that large could happen here. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Brian Koziel on the other side. If you if you, I mean if you felt it, I feel like everybody did. What was it like? Tell us your version of the story here. Uh, Brian Koziel to recap the Pebble Beach pro am. Lots to get to today. We'll recap the Senior Bowl and uh, also you know keep finding out you know the earthquake. If you slept through it, yeah, you probably have FOMO. <laughs> like sorry. Yeah. It, probably, it might have woken you up, though. It, I mean, we definitely felt it here. All right, Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, we're going to get to some of your calls in a moment. Brian Koziel joining us on the Western Hotline. Usually when Brian joins us, he goes out to his back deck and we hear the birds chirping and it's a very <laughs> nice golf scene. Brian, have the birds evacuated because of the earthquake? Did you feel it? I did feel it. And I instantly was like looking to see it did something run into my house. And then, you know, as we do in this day and age, then I grab my phone. Yeah. Say, okay, did anything else happen to somebody else? And then, yeah. And we saw it was an earthquake. Yeah, four point two magnitude. That that's uh, it's funny. You use the exact same phrase that Joe's fiance that someone drove into the house. It felt like that. So, um, and I and I opened her earlier this morning. Anyway, uh, quickly, Brian, I wanted to get your thoughts on the, on the Pebble Beach pro am on on Josh Allen and how things went down there. That that event, the evolution of this event over time. Um, maybe it's just us here noticing that Josh Allen's in it. But do you feel like? It's getting a little bit more high profile. It's also competing with the Pro Bowl, and I don't think it's it's completely meaningless that an, a premier NFL player, two of them, decide they'd rather go play the golf. It is. I think it's you know the message of what the Pro Bowl is. I think you know. I mean, I know it's an alternative event, but when we all were mocking what Tyler Huntley making the Pro Bowl, I mean, there 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 were obviously other marquee players that weren't a part of Pebble Beach that also skipped the Pro Bowl or, or found a way to not have one. But, I mean, you look at you've got, what, the back-to-back previous MVP and Rodgers playing in it as well and Josh Allen. So, I mean, two of the most marketable players in the NFL are now at the Pro Bowl. So, I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's significant in terms of what it means about the game. But, the, you know, for your question, the golf event itself is definitely getting bigger, I think, because I think you have more athletes now that are playing other sports that are – really taking golf up as a serious sort of thing. I mean, we've seen Tony Romo try to make a run to play a professional events. Steph Curry try to make a run at playing professional events. Um, you know, I don't think Josh Allen is at that level quite yet, but we know he's a very good golfer, as is Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I think the access that you're starting to get with some of these guys, and of course, Bills fans love to see anything that Josh Allen does. I think it, it adds a little bit to an event like this. And you're at Pebble Beach, which is about as pretty on the eyes as any sporting event is going to be. Yeah, an iconic kind of course that's the star of the show itself. And, of course, the final you still got action to finish the final round portion of it today with Justin Rose. Uh, One-stroke one lead, two-stroke lead. I just checked. I, I was texting with Bulldog about this. He has, yeah, he's got a one-stroke one lead. One-stroke lead, got, nine holes to go. Yeah, and what he he has, Justin Rose, he had a bet, right? Yep. With Rose. So he's, he's got to be pretty excited about that. He had... Didn't he, did he tell you his John Ron story from, what was that, last two weeks ago or one week ago where he had Rom mm-hmm. after uh, the first round was already over, but he didn't know the first round was already over? Did you know about that one? <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, too. So Yeah, Bulldog's been pretty good with uh, going after his golf bet to he's, try to pick he, the winner. Yeah, he's been hot. Brian Koziel, a quick golf preview. You know, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Josh Allen played in that this weekend. He and his partner finished in second place. Brian, as we as we launch into a golf season here, you know, I'm seeing the countdown for the Masters, and we're getting closer and closer. Of course, before that, you know, we've got other events along the way. Um, coming up, the Waste Management Open, right? That like that's that's also become a big big date on the calendar. It's down Super Bowl week in Arizona, same kind of deal. So, biggest storyline for you this year on the PGA Golf on, on the tour? I mean, PGA versus Live Year One in full is that it? A little bit to you. 
I think, I mean, last year that obviously dominated the storylines. Um, I'm wondering if it maybe if it settles down a little this year. Um, I think one thing that we learned is that there's always going to be another group of young players that we would say, hey, turn into like the next set of popular players. Uh, you know, whether that was Will Zalatoris, a player like that last year kind of rose up and uh, really kind of you know, gain popularity, uh, whether maybe this year it's Max Homa, a guy that's already won twice on the tour, um, guys with a lot of personality, guys that are really likable. I think, you know, yes, there's there's star power in what left last year for sure. Uh, I think a lot of it also, too, um, controversy always is something that people like to follow. Uh, I think it'll maybe die down a little bit in the sense that the PGA Tour, I think, took care of business with, these elevated events, like next week, you man, you mentioned the Waste Management Open next week in Phoenix. That's one of those elevated events. You're going to get monster names playing. So I think you're going to have some of these events here. I think they've got about 15 to 17 of them, I think, is what they labeled as, quote, elevated events where they've increased the purse to try to compensate. You know, one of the pieces, of course, that they players were complaining about is, hey, look at what live players are going to make, the guaranteed pot. So the PGA Tour reactive to try to do this. So you're, I think you're going to see – um, some of these elevated events be a little bit more feel like they're major, like in terms of the, of the field itself. You're going to see basically every big name that's still on the PGA Tour playing in these events. You'll see it this week. Um, so I think that was the reaction. Now, here's what you might get. You could get something. You're going to get some of these other events in between where maybe you would have, you know, a handful of those, quote, bigger names playing that maybe don't because they're scheduled to play in all these elevated events. So, I don't know how that will play out itself, um, but I think overall, I mean, McElroy still playing as well as anybody in the world. We know he was the voice of the PGA Tour last year. I'm wondering how much that carries through. Even just when he was playing an event uh, last week in Dubai or two weeks ago in Dubai, him and Patrick Reed kind of had a little brush up over uh, on, on the driving range area. So there's still some of those live storylines, I think, strailing around that those will kind of pick up here and there. But we really haven't seen it, and we saw it at the Open Championship. But I think now for the first time this year, you know, the Masters will take headlines with, you've got the live players coming over. If they're eligible, they're invited. So we'll have some of those storylines coming in. But as the year goes on, remember, all these live players will not be accumulating any sort of world ranking points. They're essentially saying this tour is, doesn't, you know, doesn't validate any world ranking points. So, as the year goes on, these guys are going to be dropping in the rankings and their opportunity to play in the majors, unless they've won a major recently or their ranking is just super high in the world, it's going to go away. So over the course of maybe the next year or two, unless rules change, all these live players, you know, unless they've won a major before, they're probably going to find themselves on the outside looking in for these big major events. And Liv took Liv took some star power. I'm wondering they did take like all of the jerks. The jerks. It's but not like, that. It's there not, were some names the, they took. The, there's a couple. Like I, Cam Smith is like the number one guy for me that I'm Smith. But like Kepka and DeChambeau are guys that like the casual golf fan sure. like has heard of. Right. Sure. Sure. And I'm wondering, Brian, like if the PGA this year that'll just naturally replace itself, replenish itself. Like if Rom, if Rom wins four or five times and wins a major, you know, like. I don't know. Maybe he's already as big a name as Bryson DeChambeau or Brooks Kepka, but like Cantley and Homa, and I'm just wondering if it'll be kind of a natural thing where those guys left, they'll kind of get forgotten about, and other you know top level top golfers in the world will start to kind of you know gain that star power that the other guys are maybe just kind of giving up on. I think you're right. I think once we you know you start to learn more about these guys, I mean like look at. I'll, Keith Mitchell is a player nobody nobody really knows about. He's a bottom three quarters of the way down the you know the, the rankings in terms of the PGA Tour players. He played with Josh Allen this week. They mic'd him up yesterday for a hole, and you start to get guys that are willing to open it up a little bit more. I think they see the value in marketing themselves, um, and I, I think that popularity. Max Holm is as good as anybody in terms of a, a golf follow on social media. He's starting to become a popular player. So I think I think you're right. I think. Over the course of the year, we're going to start to learn more about these players. I think Zalatoris was a great example of that last year, a guy that came on the scene that we're like, hey, who's this guy? And all of a sudden, you know, he's super popular, very likable. Guys want to watch him just as much as some of these other big names. So uh, I think 
I think it only takes an opportunity to be on a big stage once or twice, and then I think, you know, they're going to gain popularity. Now, somebody like Kepka, you know, he's got a really impressive resume for majors. Dustin Johnson's got a really impressive resume with his majors. Um, but I think because of the fact that um, there's opportunities now with these guys gone for others to fill the spotlight, I think over a matter of maybe the next year or two, I think we'll have plenty of what we say, quote, you know, rising stars to kind of fill the void. Brian Cozio, thanks, Brian. We'll talk again quite soon, I'm sure. That was great. Thanks, guys. And enjoy the week off. I mean, the Sabres are back to it on Saturday. You'll be back on postgame and all that. But uh, you got a nice little bye week here. Yes, the uh, the bye week for the Sabres this week. Yeah, they've been playing great. I uh, I've, There's a lot of me there during January when they were playing so well. They were playing those four and six nights. Like, usually those are nights. Those are tough to work all those games. Like, I felt like the how well they were playing, like, I was ready. I was yeah. like, Let's go. Another game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking forward to the game on Saturday. All right. Thanks, Brian. Okay, guys, thanks. Brian Koziel on the Western Hotline. Quick little, you know, golf update preview. And uh, the Sabres back to it on Saturday. Let's get a call in here. Lynn in Amherst to talk about a previous earthquake. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Well, I, I lived in Tonawanda in 95. I felt that one. We had one in 2010. I was working for the United States Census in an office in on the boulevard in Robin, East Robinson. We didn't feel it in there, but my boss felt it sitting in the parking lot in his car. And my son called me then from home. He was upstairs. And right before it happened then, the cats came up looking like totally freaked out. I definitely heard this one. It was like, I thought it was like, where is it? it sounded like a train. It rumbled yeah. and the house shook. My son and the dog in the next room are still snoring. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what was the epicenter? Uh, it, They're saying West Seneca. Yeah, West Seneca, and the latest update is it's 3.8 on the West Richter scale. West Seneca is an epicenter? I guess so. That's, That's weird. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks, Lynn. Yeah, U.S. Geological Survey measures the earthquake 3.8 magnitude centered in West Seneca. All right. We'll get you anything we can on this along the way. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, if you were awake, I think if you were awake, you felt it in this area. Uh, Erica Brecker tweeted out a, a map, actually retweeted from Taylor Epps, weekend anchor at WKBW, that basically shows the community interest, community internet intensity map, mm-hmm. which tracks where people are reporting that they felt it. Like you said, Mark Polencar said from Niagara Falls to Orchard, Orchard Park. Park. Yep. And, yeah, I mean... West Seneca, it, it looks like an earthquake just kind of like hit Buffalo again, three point eight. So, it's a good thing it wasn't seven. You know, like, I mean, obviously that goes without saying. And you showed me a video. So obviously, earthquake is an international story today because of the earthquake that's over in, in Turkey in that area. The video you showed me is of what thirty seconds to forty five yeah. seconds of the earth shaking. Yeah. How long was it here? Four seconds. Three. Yeah, couple, couple. Nothing so the crazy. idea that it starts and keeps going and gets stronger and you know it lasts for that long. Anybody that's lived through one of those, it's, it's got to be terrifying for like a real, well, a, a big one. <laughs> and like again, you saw my reaction for like two seconds. I'm like, whoa! And that was only for two seconds. Yeah, a minute of that, like I can't yeah, even I mean, imagine. Right, living in this part of the country, my entire life's experience with earthquakes would be the 1989 earthquake in San Francisco during the World Series. Yeah, right. That's to me, watching that and watching movies or shows and documentaries about that, or I feel like <laughs> as a '90s kid, Joe. So, I, watching sitcoms, mm-hmm. ev- not every show, but a lot of shows would have had an earthquake episode, or it feels like earthquakes were much more part of uh-huh. I don't know, regular sitcom. Sh- if, if the family lived in California, there was going to be an episode where they had an earthquake, whatever that show might have been. I feel like there's a Full House episode with an earthquake. There has to be. I'm gonna look up. That. I think there's. I think Full House is a good is a good shout for that. I think. I mean, it's in San Francisco. Yeah, there's an episode called Aftershocks. Okay. Yep. There was an episode. So like that was like a normal thing for yeah. shows to have. That's my entire experience with it. Is just hey, watching it on TV. Watch on TV like your plates fall off of shelves and yeah, or it's. Sorry, spoiler. Superman, the first one where the Earth opens up and Lois <laughs> Lane drives her car, you know, gets swallowed and she almost gets buried in loose soil. Like it's, right. I'm not trying to make light of you know what happens. Like obviously, it can be a, a cata- whatever a catastrophic event with thousands dying, and 
you know, you know, the scale is obviously such a big difference if it's something that's just a little rumble. I mean, does that break? Are we going to get reports of water main breaks? Was it like, are people's walls going to be cracked? Even yeah. like, it doesn't have to be buildings collapse, but there could be damage. Yeah, there could definitely be damage as a result, especially, you know, centered so West Seneca. We got Jacob in West Seneca. Jacob, you probably didn't wake up this morning thinking you were going to be talking to us about an earthquake, but here we are. No, definitely not. Um, funny thing is, I was up, I was awake, I was getting ready for work upstairs in my house, and just the whole house shook, and it was crazy. Um, and learning that the epicenter is in West Seneca makes sense. I legitimately thought, I was in the shower, I legitimately thought that a car had hit my house. Hmm. And, like, that is how much it shook. It was pretty insane and tired. Wow. That seems to be, thanks Jacob, that seems to be the, the go-to yeah. comparison. The, a, car a car hit the house. Yeah. Mm. 803-0550, you want to share uh, you know, your, your earthquake experience with us? We'll take it and we'll you know, see what other information we can get you along the way. The uh, Buffalo earthquake of 2023, 615 this morning, officially initially reported as a 4.2 um, down to a 3.8, according to, as you mentioned, the U.S. Geological uh, Survey. So USGS goes with uh, 3.8, which would be, would be the biggest in Buffalo, I think. Still by, I mean, 3.0 we had as the yeah. number one? Yeah. So still by, a, a, what did you say, 10 times per, per... Isn't that how the Richter scale works? I'm going to have to read about the Richter scale in the break. Because that, that almost seems unfathomable that, like... If it's 10 times per, like, again, I'm I'm trying to compare this to, like, what are the people of Turkey yeah. going through right now? That 7.8 is literally double. So here it but is. But it's more than double, I think, by the Richter scale. Uh, the difference between when there's 0.1 is 100%. It is twice as big. Sorry, not 100 times, not 10 times. Every, well, but, uh, twice as big every, every point. one is twice as big, is what this says. A 7.2 earthquake, the amplitude of the wave is 100% more than a 7.1. So every point one is 100 times stronger. 100 times stronger. Sorry. Wait, 100%. No. Sorry, 100%. 100%, 100% yeah, yes. 100% times. Yeah. Every, every point one is yeah. twice as big. Okay. I hope I have that right. There's a, ge- there's a geologist listening who's just... Like, <laughs> He's shaking his how head. How did these guys get on the radio? <laughs> 803-0550. We're all, you know, we're shaking up. What can I say? Eight zero three zero five fifty. If you want to be a part of the show, uh, Chris Trapasso, Paul Hamilton, John Mattis, some hockey, some football, some earthquakes. All here on WGR. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In thirty minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA fourteen, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G. E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. We're in and out. New community service here. I'm filling out a online survey at the U.S. Geological Society to explain my experience of the earthquake we had this morning. The felt report? <laughs> is that what it's called? I'm on something called the felt report right now. Now... Is that just what did you feel, or is that a person named Felt who went into <laughs> earthquake studies come up with this? I, I don't think so, but it, it feels like there should be someone out there yeah. that's got like Doctor, a, a podcast about uh, <laughs> earthquakes named Felt. Dr. Elizabeth Felt, who the came Felt up report. with the Felt test. Yeah. 
or something like that. Did you feel it? Yes. Did you feel it? Yeah. It's basically your. Did you feel it? Your location. Uh, what was your situation yeah. when it? Uh, yeah. So there's there's actually a lot more questions here than I thought, but like a dozen questions. All right, we'll get a break in on the other side. More of your calls on this and uh, some football talk as well. You know, it's Super Bowl week and uh, the Pro Bowl and the NHL All Star Game. All that stuff happened as well. So we'll, we'll we'll have some fun on the way as we just you know figure out what happened with the earthquake. Or, I don't know. What do you do? What are you supposed to say? You'd... Just make sure, I guess, that there's no damage in the area yeah. and then just, I guess, just kind of be in awe of it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I guess what we also do is wait to see everybody's home cam videos. You've tweeted one out that yeah. is pretty good. Like, it, it, the, the sound on it is the key, I think, for it. So uh, stick with us. 803-0550. A uh, 3.8 earthquake is the largest here since apparently 1967, there was a 4.3 and a 4.1 in Attica. We had 4.3 in Niagara County in 1857. So 3.8 is uh, fourth, maybe the fourth biggest all time here. We'll take your calls if you want to be a part of the show here on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.